The following presentation is brought to you by the Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. A deadline. Mrs. Wilkes, I brought in your breakfast tray, Mrs. Wilkes. How are you feeling today? Oh, it's a beautiful day out there. Same as yesterday. Same as tomorrow. Oh, I love your view. You you can even see Mrs. McTavish's garden. You remember Mrs. McTavish, right? She came to visit you yesterday. Let me roll that down a little and bring you up some more. Mrs. Wilkes, you moved your arm. Oh, that's wonderful. See, now you're getting better every day. Would you like some eggs? No? Mm, really? It's delicious. You should try some. Sausage is good, too. You know, you really get your money's worth from the kitchen here. Want some? No? Okay. Well, if you insist, it has been a long night. I really couldn't begin to imagine what it's like. Well, I, for one, look forward to our time together. Because at home, you know, Charlie always says I talk too much. But you never say that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. What was I saying now? Oh, right, right. It's been, what, six months since, since the stroke, and Foxwood is the best retirement community money can buy. You know how hard it is just to work in a place like this? Huh. Of course you don't. You never worked a day in your life, did you, Mrs. Wilkes? <laughs> you would have considered it, what, beneath yourself? <laughs> what? Are you talking? Pedestrian. Pedestrian? That's amazing, Mrs. Wilkes. Uh, do you want me to call someone? You're talking. Are you walking on the street? No, dear. Ped- pedestrian. That's what I would ha- have thought. Thought? Yes. You're right. I would have... I do find it pedestrian. This is... Amazing. I'll go get the doctor. No, no. Finish your breakfast first. You've earned it. But uh, I'm not hungry. Really? You've eaten most of it now. I couldn't eat anything before noon. Finish the orange juice at least. I hate waste. And you've been such a dear watching over me. Uh, I really couldn't. Drink the orange juice. All right, all right. Uh, And then I should call the desk nurse, at least. Thank you. Don't worry. I've still got my emergency button right here, and and I can press it just fine to get Marjorie. You're speaking so well. Uh, This is amazing. (laughs) 
I've been talking for some time now, dear. But no one said... About a month now. I practice when no one is around. I don't want to be babbling like an idiot around others. I suppose that's the sin of pride, isn't it, dear? I'm just happy that you're feeling so much better. Are you? Well, of course. Why wouldn't I be? Harder to steal from someone who's not infirmed. What? A stroke isn't Alzheimer's. I see you well enough. Oh, but I... Shh! Don't worry. I won't say anything. But... No, I promise. I mean, you've come in with that thug of a boyfriend. Who would believe an old woman recovering from a stroke, anyway? Well, I never meant... Of course not. Who would have thought I'd recover, anyway? Can't take it with me now, can I, Nan? No. You can't. But did you have to take my wedding ring, dear? I know my fingers were too swollen to wear it, but don't you think that was a bit much? I'm... I'm sorry. Eating my meals once in a while, leaving me a little too long in the tub. Not long enough to be negligent, but maybe just long enough. That's all perfectly understandable. I mean, what do they pay you anyway? Uh, I don't feel well. Sit down then, dear. I, I don't mind keeping you company for a bit. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Trained myself to talk again. Did you know that all this money was mine? Not my late husband's. Not Sam's. Dear soul, didn't have the head for business. I... I... I'd uh, never let someone steal from me then. And it was so hard to see you steal from me. Now. You know what age gives that youth does not, Nan. Please. Help. Please. Patience, dear. See, youth worships at its own altar. I guess that's your sin of pride, isn't it? We're all proud. But, dear Nan, age has so many hidden benefits, like planning and patience. I know you can hear me, Nan, although your heart's stopped. I know a little about the medicines I take. So quietly, I've been grinding up my cardiotonics. Yes, one look from your eyes and I know you know. Orange juice hides a whole lot. And when you opened my curtains, I knew I had by chance overdose of cardiotonics. Won't leave a trace. Sometimes a 40-something woman can have a heart attack. It just happens. I mean, 
What were my options if I told someone? You'd simply find some way to finish me yourself. But I couldn't let you steal from me, could I? Oh, of course. I should call for the night nurse now. Maybe, maybe I'll start talking next week. You know how precious life is. A shock like this could be just what I needed. Just what I needed. Fiend of the Old starred Sheila Newell as Nan and Sheila Morrison as Mrs. Wilkes. This Deadline episode was written, directed, and post-produced by Jack J. Ward. Music composed and performed by Sharon B. This episode was recorded at the Sonic Temple in Halifax, Nova Scotia, in association with the Center of Arts and Technology. The Deadline Anthology is an Electric Vicuna production. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. And now, Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC, proudly presents Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It, bringing you strange but true tales and oddities from all over this wide world. And here is your host, Mr. Robert Wrinkly. Hello, I'm Robert Wrinkly. Next, do you believe in ghosts? Most people don't, but they change their minds quickly if they spent a night in the Haunted Hotel. That's the famous nickname of the Waldorf Anstoriger Hotel located in the historic city of Sandusky, Ohio. Built in 1890 on the site of a street battle between local candy makers, union rabble-rousers, and city police, the hotel has long been touted as haunted by the ghosts of the men killed there that fateful day. Guests who stay in room 305, for example, often complain about being awakened in the wee small hours by the sound of someone noisily chewing taffy. Across the hall in room 302, guests have reported that their sleep was disturbed by the incessant popping of bubblegum. And diners in the hotel restaurant have had entire tables upset by the unseen spirits of union agitators, climbing up to give long-winded speeches. The hotel is still open for business and does a booming trade during the month of October. Believe it or forget about it. You've been listening to a special feature of Pulp Paris Theatre, Wrinkley's Believe It or Forget About It. Brought to you by Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC. This is Gramercy Noun speaking. We return you now to our regularly scheduled program.
the Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.